Hey friends, got another episode for you guys. This one is titled God's Not Boring because I don't want to see God as boring. God is fun and he is always doing something in my life, whether it is a good interruption or a bad interruption. He's always growing. He's always changing. He's always doing. But I personally want to portray a God of fun. And I had put a post out there and found a new friend. Her name is Denise. She is a author also. I love how God just intertwines. Like, I didn't go looking for her. I didn't background her. I didn't nothing. And I find out she's an author who lives super close to me. And maybe one day God has a plan for us to do something together more. So I can't wait for you guys to hear our little talk and how we see um, God moving in our children to... Her son is even known as the preacher boy, and I got a special thing coming for you guys with my daughter to share God from a five-year-old perspective, and it's just been kind of interesting that this is God's theme right now, to talk to you guys from a childlike view, and remember to just come as you are, remember God loves you no matter what, and remember to pay attention to where he has you because he has a reason for you to be there right now. I hope, as always, this blesses you. Take it in and have a great day. on the Life's on Fire movement that said, um, God's not boring. And you responded with like, yeah, he's not. <laughs> Definitely not boring. And um, you just had a more detailed response. I obviously don't have it in front of me right now, but I had that God prompt that was like, invite her to talk about it more. And um, so I have no idea how far in your testimony God's going to take you today. And I don't know if you're you know, I don't, I don't expect any preparation because I just think that when God wants to say something, when we're obedient, as it seems that you are also, it just comes. <laughs> you know? The reason I posted that is because I, uh, I like to represent God as, as fun. Like a lot of people, I grew up in the church my whole life, and a lot of people have a misunderstanding of God being a ruler of rules and controlling. Right, right. And it has always kind of irked me, like, I don't really live like that. <laughs> you know, like, I see, right. like, God who lets me dance and sing and play and be me. And, and I'm sad for the misunderstanding that, that gets out there. Right. On top I mean, I of that, too. I know a lot of people, when I try to talk to them about God or about coming to church, they'd be like, oh, I'm having too much fun, you know. Um, I'm not yet, you know, or it's boring is, you know, uh, they said, when I go to, when I go to church and I have to stop, you know, doing all that, I said, why, for what? I mean, you still have a life, you know, you're just live, living your life for Christ. That's the only difference. I mean, you still can have fun. You still laugh. I still play, you know, um, it's, um, even in the terrible times, I still find laughter in God. I think he has just, his sense of humor is just like out of this world. 
And um, so, so funny. And when I made that post, you know, recently I was sick. I had COVID and I had pneumonia. But there's a song I had went on YouTube and it just came up. And so it's been in my spirit. It's called Sense It. And part of the song, it says, um, Lord, make me an example. I'll be a miracle, you know, a miracle um, for you. So um, in the midst of that, me not being able to breathe and have COVID, then that song came to mind and I just started laughing. I said, okay, Lord, <laughs> you know, you was preparing me for this. You know, I've been singing this for the last two weeks and here we are. So, um, you know, that's why I say, you know, he's funny. He has a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. And it's just with um, just little things and different things like that, you know, or even when I decide, you know, to go, I'm like, uh, do I want to do this? <clears throat> no, I don't think I want to do this. But then something comes and say, hey, um, I need you to do this and that. And I'd be like, okay, Lord, I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> that totally, okay. that totally uh, happens all the uh, time to me, all the time where you're like, I'd be like, okay, you funny. Yeah. You, I got you. You got jokes today, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I, got it. I, so, yeah. I have a really good friend who likes to see uh, God as like a grandpa figure, you know, like, right. like that. That's funny. I'll, I'll see what happens when you do that. Yeah, that didn't work out, did it? <laughs> you know, okay. and you kind of like how how are you gonna handle that today, huh? You gonna you gonna laugh on that, Kendra, or are you gonna scream? <laughs> and yeah, just I, um, sit back I and watch. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> I look at that as God shows me me. Um, I have five boys, or had five boys, but is in my children. You know, when I'm like, oh, when they do something, I say, oh. Okay, is this how I act with you, God? Okay, I see. I got you. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy so, reveals but, that you, you're sitting there yelling at your child, like, why aren't you listening? Why don't you just do what I say the first time I ask? And then you're like, right, right, right. did you do that to me? <laughs> Are you <Right>. listening? <laughs> <laughs> so are all your boys grown up? No, two of mine's are. I have two younger ones. My, um, I have a 13 year old. He's about to be 14. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. And then I have an eight year old. Those are the two so, still at home. Um, my kids are pretty spread out. Um, my, um, my two oldest, they're like five years apart. And then, um, my one that passed, he would have been 18. Um, and then I have my, 13 year old so they're pretty um and my eight-year-old they're pretty spread apart yeah so in I said I said be careful what you say be careful what you say because when I started having kids I said okay Lord I don't want any girls all I want is boys and then towards the end I said oh, okay the last two I'm like okay I just want a girl I'm just trying for a girl I said oh I thought you just want a boy just boys remember <laughs> I'm like okay just boys, but you know, God definitely knows what He's doing because I don't know girls in their um attitude. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <Children>. <laughs> yes, they definitely can give you a run for your money. 
So, so when you represent God or you're trying to tell your kids like how to represent God, how are you trying to help break this mold of like what the church can set of like God's not interesting and like even you who's been through some like really hard stuff, like it's not just about God, like yeah, there's super on fire times, but there's also rock bottom times and in, in both times... Like, I just had this speech, um, actually, I, I run a, a coaching program through, like, stepping into your calling, and in one of it, it says, you can ask God the questions, and sometimes he's not going to give you the answers, but he'll at least sit with you while you ask, and there's something about, like, the God who just sits with us, like, how, how, I, I wrote, um, my book coach was like, you said that you were struggling with God in a box and being outside the box and putting yourself in a box and then coming out of the box, you know? And I'm like, I think that's going to be an all life struggle as you try to encompass how big God is and how much he's in all the times and all the moments. And unless it's such, the reason it's called a personal relationship is because it is an experience. You can't explain it. Do you have anything better than my lack of words right now? Well, I know, um, you know, sometimes I feel that my boys are more knowledgeable than I am as far as um, with um, God. My mom used to call my oldest son the preacher boy, you know, Um, and actually my um, um, my boys, they used to go everywhere with the church. So but and at a young age, they got a personal relationship with God. So, um, even I think in the heart, in the rough times and the hard times, it's your children that usually that keeps you there. Um, at least with me when I seem to not have a way out or didn't know, um, where to go when, um, they were the ones to remind me that, look, God is still here with you, you know, or even the things I should say. They said, Mom, remember you used to tell me this all the time, you know, that no matter what you go through, God is always there, you know, and this. So they always um, brought it back to my attention um, about where God is and who God is. And um, and so, and I, so I think it is the um, in learning, like, how my mom used to do we wake up in the morning. She used to wake us up before school and um, we sit down and um, we got, then we do Bible trivia. So like I did with my kids, we play different games, you know, to where we learn about God. And then um, all my kids, even my eight year old know how to talk to God. Yeah. You know, and I said, hey, you talk to him just like you're talking to me, you know, and the only way you you learn to have a relationship and know God, you have to know about God and talk with God. And I think that's a problem, too. Some people are afraid to talk to God. They don't know what to say to God, how to talk to God. And, you know, if he's all knowing, I heard this before, if he's all knowing, then why do I have to say it? Because it's a communication thing. Just like with parents, I may know what's going on with you, but I need you to talk to me and tell me or tell me what you want and what you need. So that's the same thing with God. 
you know? Yeah. He wants to hear our voice. Well, it's kind of funny you went there because I'm, I'm sitting on a release. Um, I've been praying about... I realize there's a bunch of people right now that, because I've seen a lot of people being like, okay, I I know about God, but I don't feel like I know how to have a relationship with God, or like, I feel like I'm going to pray wrong, or say something wrong, or I just don't know where to start, and I was like, God, how do I come back to like the five-year-old level of who you are and like what people like to release that my five-year-old doesn't think about what she's praying about her prayers go like actually last night at the dinner table thank you for the time that we went to church tomorrow I mean in two days I mean yesterday right. lord <laughs> you know, like, and, then, and then she's like and I thank you for trees, and I thank you for the food, and then she'll just start randomly talking about something else that has nothing to do with anything, <laughs> and then you're like, 15 minutes later, can we eat our dinner yet? <laughs> you know? But, and, and you know, the kid, the older kids sometimes, like, you know, my husband was even, you just want to talk to yourself talking, and I say, but God is still pleased. Like, God still right, just right. wants to hear your voice. So anyways, I took her. And I was like, okay, well, if I want a five-year-old version of God, why don't I just use my five-year-old and see what she knows right now and how she would re-explain it if I feel like I'm going to overcomplicate it. And so, um, yeah, so she got out her little kid, like, picture Bible and did her own little, like, share God thing on it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but I, I do, I see people just feeling like, I'm going to do it wrong, and then they freeze, and it's so, I, I really, I'm in this balance of, like, trying to, where do we mislead them, and, and put off this impression, and how do we start breaking it? Um, I just wrote a little, um, children's book. Yeah. Of how another child explains to a child about God. Nice. So, um, and, um, it comes so much simpler when it comes from a child point of view about who God is, you know, and the love of God, you know, and why would she love God, you know, um, and it's just that song, um, that he just simply explained, you know, well, you know, Jesus loves little children, you know, he has more love for us than we could ever have for ourselves, you know, and, um, because, you know, explain about he dying for us, you know, and the other boy was like, Jesus, who is Jesus? I don't know nobody, you know, about Jesus. So it's just, I don't know, child's point of view about who Jesus is, you know, and, and explaining, the sacrifice that he made just for us. Um, and cause sometimes we kids don't even feel love from their parents or anybody else. They got to, they want to know that somebody out there loves them. You know, um, just, I work with children. That's what I, <laughs> that's my profession. Um, I'm an early childhood educator. So I see a lot of different, things as far as kids and how they react to court, you know, and sometimes they don't, children do not express themselves. And, and sometimes adults get angry because they express themselves in the wrong way, but they don't know how to talk about their emotions. So in knowing that there's somebody 
that loves them unconditionally, you know, those could go far away with children, you know. Yeah, well, and understand, and, and that he yeah. understands when we don't have the words. And right. I think whether you're a little kid and hearing that or an adult and hearing that, that's that's an important part. That's one of my favorite things about God is because I think in this world, I've walked around being so misunderstood. But when I know that God understands and I don't even have to re-explain it, it just makes me like, oh, good. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, good. Um, I really want to, I want to back step really fast because I also, there are people, God, God uses us in moments to reach people. I'm like, yeah, it was your children who came and reminded you who he is of all the things you spill out. And it's true for me. Like I spill out positivity and love and encouragement and all this stuff into whoever comes into my life. But there's times that people have had to like give me my own words back, you know, so that I can come out and see again. And, um, but, but if you have nobody God has somebody that he has planned to, to lift you up and to help you while you're here on earth. And, and we just have to see the little God blessings that he puts in our life every day. And so, um, the God's not boring concept is, is not like, it really comes from there. Are, I guess I want to know if you agree with this, Denise, there are way more good times than there are bad times. Yeah, I agree. Because when you have God, even though it's not all joy and happy all the time because sad things happen and bad things happen and scary things happen, we still have, like, I, I don't maybe it's my own personality that wants to, like, rush to, like, where's that good, fun stuff, God, and that, like, <laughs> crazy rock my world, like, I can't believe you just showed up and did that, you know? <laughs> what's, um, what's your What's your best story of, like, all of a sudden, God came in, and this happened, and it blew my mind. Um, I know there was a time when I just had my eight-year-old. I was homeless, no job, right? I was trying to do it all myself, trying to find a place, trying to do this. I said, I get an apartment, and... um. My son said, no, it's a house. God has a house for us, mom. I said, but where is it? I don't see no house. I can't afford a house. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a job. There's nothing, you know? And so uh, where I was at, she was like, um, you have to be out in 10 days. And so I was like, Lord, okay, I don't know what I'll do. I was crying. I, my kids didn't have no worry in the world, but kids are not supposed to worry. You know, they was like, don't worry, mom, it's going to happen. And I was like, I don't see it. I don't see it. So literally two days before I had to be out, the man said, hey, you're looking for a house, right? I said, yes. Um, he said, here's the keys. I said, I don't have no money. He said, don't worry about it. When you get the money, you give it to me, and I'll be back next week, and we can sign the contract and stuff. I said, are you sure? He said, yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> so where did he just, like, knock on your door? Where did you find this guy? So, well, actually, he stayed. It was a house right next door to where I was at. Okay. 
so um and then um i had sent my resume to my sister and she put it into this job that where i work at now but i had applied there before and they was like oh no um we don't need you whatever and i was like whatever she said you want i said go ahead i mean they already told me no once already you know so whatever and so right after he did that they called me and said hey you want to come in for an interview i said okay sure (laughs) and then i was walking and they said well we got to run this it's gonna take probably take about three to four weeks before your um background stuff comes through and about four hours later they said hey everything's cleared when can you start working <laughs> and i was like what oh man that can i can't explain it it can be nothing but god nothing but god you know what i'm saying i was like oh my gosh look at god so i mean literally you let go let god you know, everything seems to fall in place, you know, and it's just like, yeah, so that was my, um, oh my gosh, you know, um, and we just enjoyed it, have fun, <laughs> you know, um, we had a church, we really didn't have a church, but we had a church, so I didn't have no transportation, we had a church van, and when the church van couldn't come pick us up, we named our house we all pick a name and we had this long old name with all the denominations um in it it was our street name and it was ame baptist pentecostal whatever whatever church right (laughs) and it was funny my kids took turns delivering the message you know and um and we we just just sit there and have fun in the lord you know what i'm saying and we joke and laugh and, you know, and just over the, the different things. So we, like you said, some, there's been a lot of times where it was hard times, rough times. But for the um, most part, we have fun in the Lord. You know, we have mm-hmm. fun. And my kids don't understand when people say it's boring or it's, they said it's what? God, do you know the God I know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, huh? and they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, those those stories are going to stick with your kids of uh, when God provides out of nothingness, and I think sometimes He leads us there just to show how much He is in control and how much He right. really can bless us, and it's not necessarily don't go out and look for it, you know, and, and like how you're like, I have a lot of doubt because I already tried that door, but now it was God's time for some reason. And it, it doesn't like when I heard it, there wasn't anything that stood out of like a wrong timing on your end, but more of that again, like sometimes the stories that happen in our, in as a child, and then they take that into their future. There's been so many things that God's disrupted my life for my children and been like god you must be preparing and i and i immediately like release it because i know i didn't do something wrong to put me there but i go okay god there's lesson in what you're doing and preparation of faith 
that you're putting right. to show that you provide in the hardest of times and and show that through the children and you know to the children as I have to take the stress or my husband you know my husband and I take the stress and they just get to watch it and that's even more just like you know <laughs> wondering I guess but they stay in hope or re- reaffirm your hope as your child did and and he is going to have that story when he's you know in his 20s 30s maybe even 50s and all of a sudden something looks really bad and he's like you know what I remember this time we had no house and no job and God provided in a week everything that we needed and and then we know and it just it's just it's living out the stories with God that builds your faith it doesn't all come on as one big full swoop. Um, I think if we were to send out an encouragement to people who are new believers, it would be to understand that that just wanting to know God and seek like, okay, I want to just understand this and how you were saying in the beginning, just talking, just talk to God as if you're talking out to the wind and it's your friend or a person you want to know. Like, God, I don't know you. I want to know you. Start somewhere. And he will. He will be faithful to show up in some sort of way. And I believe every situation we're put in is a testimony for somebody else. Yeah. You know, 100%. I have, um, we had a situation that we were in. Um, and after the shock, I was like, okay, to my sisters, I said, now, okay, let's pray. God, what is it that you want us to learn from the situation? Yeah. What is it that we need to do? And literally every day we went to the courthouse. Um, there was another family that we needed to pray with, mm. you know, to encourage yeah. and to, you know, and to um, share God with them. So I was like, okay. I mean, and my sister's like, oh, God keeps telling me to say it to this person, but I don't know. I said, girl, you better be obedient to God so we can get out of this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Just do whatever you feel. I don't care how crazy it looks. (laughs) And so as soon as she did what God wanted her to do, then everything, you know, was done. You know, everything. I was like, but what the devil means for bad, God could turn it for good. He still yeah. get the victory out of it as long as we allow him to yeah. and be obedient. Yeah, so, yeah. I yeah. I think you brought up a point because I I went to the I was going to the doctors a bunch one time, and every time I came all the doctors, I would just be very like God was just kind of like keep your eyes open. There's somebody who needs you, you know. And every time at these exit doors, because there was like like this mall of things and there's like blood work over here and I don't even know what all the I think there might even be like a cell phone building in the thing I don't know it's like this crazy a bunch of different stuff but there was a somebody crying at the door every time with these like chairs sitting there and I sat and prayed with them every time I had to go in that building (laughs) there was somebody new there to just like can I help you? Why are you sad? Can I talk to you? And like people in desperation and God, again, like when you're be the person that, that God uses, it's, it's a blessing and an honor and, um, and be aware of those moments. And when something feels like I'm not supposed to be here, God, why am I even here? Then 
He usually shows you. I actually right, had a right. reason. She's no sitting over there. Thanks to God, and there's no coincidence. Yeah. You know, it's a reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining in the God's Not Boring talk. Yeah. Thank you for um, inviting me. Yeah, I have more I want to talk to you about, about the children's book and some other things you have going on and see if there's more reasons God wanted us to talk. So hang on tight, and I'll say bye to our podcast. Okay.